0: Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Record while, while we're talking. Okay. okay, I'll say that again. <laughs> um, so I am I'm so excited to kind of dive into this topic with Megan today about niching down. We're debating how to say it. Niching down. Niching down. <laughs> tomato, tomato, right? Yeah. Either
1: one.
0: (laughs) Exactly. In your direct sales business. So, you know, what that really means is you're, you have a big brand that you're representing. How do you find your niche within that larger direct sales brand? So we're going to dive into that a little bit, but before we do, Megan, do you want to just introduce yourself? Tell everyone who you are, what you do, what you're all about?
1: sure uh, like becky said i'm megan stewart i'm a speech language pathologist um so if you don't know what that is i help kids learn how to talk or learn how to say their sounds correctly so but i even talking about niching or niching i um actually uh went even further into that because like direct sales speech pathology is a huge field um and i work solely with kiddos that have autism So, and I am a book lady with Usborne. So my Read More Books shirt on today, Um, just, it just fit really well. That was a good mesh for me. But like Becky said, I have kind of been, I've gone really specific with my branding and um, differentiating myself from other consultants, um, just getting really personal with it.
0: Yeah. Well, you hear the saying all the time that the, the riches are in the niches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I think that is so true. Like getting very specific and clear on who your audience is, who you're serving, mm-hmm. what you're all about, I think can be so powerful as you're building your personal brand yeah. and as you're serving your customers. So, maybe we back up a little bit. So, you know, when you first got started with Mm -hmm. Usborne, did you know from the very beginning, like this is, this is where I'm going to focus. Like, yes, Osborne does A, B, C, D, E, but I am going to focus over here in this specific area. So maybe talk a little bit about like what that process looked like for you in terms of identifying exactly what it is within your brand that you do.
1: Yeah, um, I did have an idea before I went in just because I have been an SLP for 17 years and I've always used books and I've always promoted literacy, no matter who I've been working with. Um so when I rediscovered Usborne, I was like, Yes, this is this is what I need to do. Um, and so I have really brought it in because a lot of people have the misperception of some of our students that they can't learn to read or they don't know how to learn to read or they don't have that option, um, which is a hundred percent false. But that is something that I was like, I have to bring books to these kids. They have to know how to read them. And not only that, have their parents know that they need to be reading with them. So I did know from the beginning. Um I didn't know that I was going to niche down as much As I have, um, I thought I would be more teachers, SLPs in general, but I've really niched even it more further into the special education realm and things like that. So taking it even a little bit farther and really showing this is a book, but look at all these things you can do with this book. Yeah. It's not just pages. So
0: Right. And so for you then, are you thinking of your primary audience being others within your industry that are serving Mm -hmm. that particular audience and or parents that are also working with kids or like, have you differentiated between one or the other?
1: Um, I would say all of them. Most of, you know, definitely within my industry because I can connect really well with them. I found a great community with that on Instagram and Facebook and being able to really connect and show different ways that you can build those literacy skills with your students, regardless of what you're working on. And then I also have some parents that I chat with often online as well that are you know, diving into literacy and are loving books themselves as, a, as an adult and then loving to share that love of books with their kids, um, no matter what their you know, ability is. So I love that.
0: I love yeah. that. Okay, and then let's talk about your personal brand that you've created because sure. you like you've done a lot in the personal branding department. So let's let's talk about how you
1: built that personal brand and and what that looks like today. Yeah, um, one of the first things I did, and I I am not a branding expert at all, um, but one of the first things I did because I wanted to get my information out um, and my thoughts out to the masses. I I purchased your course, the Build Your Website in a Weekend. Um, This is not an ad. It's just that it was a (laughs) good product
0: for that. It's not,
1: no. Um, And that was, you know, really awesome to kind of get that um, started and get in there to be able to write a blog and be able to show pictures and highlight how we're doing things with that. Um, And then I just, because, well, my brand is called Sensible Literacy but it's spelled, everybody looks at me and they're like, even Jeremy, when he was setting up my my (laughs) link, he was like, "Um, are you sure this is how you want to spell this? Because it's spelled S-E-N-S-E, A-B-L-E. So the reasoning behind that is because I like to make books a sensory experience for kids too and have sensory extension activities for them to do. And what I mean by sensory is just like hands-on stuff that they can do to really get in there and interact with the book and the materials, so.
0: I'm going to brag on you for a minute and share your website okay.
1: for those that oh are gosh. that are
0: watching. But I, I love how you created the logo. So it is very clear that it's sensible. <laughs> yes. See. And, and it's very clear on, like all kids need access to books and literacy instruction, right? So mm-hmm. all of your messaging, everything that you have over here is, is really in alignment with that personal brand that you've developed. So, well,
1: thank you. I, I, I tried to show that. <laughs> and those are all, I mean, the pictures on there too are all activities that I've done in the classroom um, with the students. And so I just take our Usborn books that are awesome already, and then I'm able to take them and just take them and use them in the classroom as is. I don't have to do any modifying. That was the other thing, is really getting to my audience to say, hey, you can take books but you don't have to do all this extra stuff with it you just take a book and go and you can yeah. do that and it's not it's not hard so
0: <laughs> yeah, just breaking it down and keeping it simple. I love that okay, yeah. so we have you have the website you have a logo so where where are you doing most of your you know promotion social media like where are you hanging out and connecting with your target audience then
1: Most of it's on Instagram, but my Facebook page is growing so um that I do. Post most of the same stuff I post in both groups. but I also have um my sensible literacy VIP group, which are the first to know about sales and promotions and all of that. um and then I also started a book club for professionals for us oh. to read like professional development books um yeah. that can bring in different um professionals from all over the world. actually we the last book we did we had like, I think, 2000 people joined our group and we had people from all over the world chatting about this book yeah we were taking it yeah we were taking it chapter by chapter so it's really just I'm just I don't know I just I love books and I love um sharing the books with everybody and not even Usborne books but just like books in general um so yeah so we've been doing a lot
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about this So this book club that you set up. So yeah. it's a Facebook group, and then mm-hmm. you just started kind of like spreading the word out there to other SLPs that are within your industry yeah. you saying, hey, we're doing this just free book club kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, I did. I went on Facebook and I went into other SLP groups on <laughs> Facebook and just said, hey, I'm starting to read this book. In fact, you guys might want to read along with me here's the book. Here's the group. If you want to join together and we'll do it. And then we went through two books. I'm about to pick our third. I took a little bit of a break, um, Mm. with the craziness of the world. And then, um, so we're going to start our third, but I just put it out there and it was a very organic growth. I just put it out there Mm. and then everybody started joining and sharing and, Um, so, and then we just take it by chapter by chapter and chat about how we're using it or questions we have and stuff like that. That's amazing. And I think what I want to highlight about that is your group
0: isn't about selling board books. I mean, Mm -hmm. you have a group for that, (laughs) but you created this group to connect with your ideal client Mm -hmm. and you created this group to provide tremendous value, right? Right. Like it's free. And you're Mm -hmm. providing them something that's going to help them grow and do their job better. And in doing so, they're also getting to know you and probably learning a little bit more about your brand and what you're all about and getting in front of them. So that, I mean, that alone is huge. That is amazing. I think so often we feel like whatever we're doing with our ideal client has to really connect directly back to our business. We have to, you know, know, we have to make it all about the product we're selling, Right. Sometimes, really, it's just thinking about who that person is and what they need, and giving them that, and through that, they're going to learn about what you're doing in your direct sales business.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Megan,
0: that is huge. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It is fun. We didn't even talk about this before we got on here, so this was all like new and interesting and exciting to me. So I well, and
1: also just making, like you were saying about making it more about you as a person. Um. Everybody kind of. I thought everybody knew before I started my Usborne business that I was a book nerd. Like I, I read all the time. I have ridiculous with books. So I thought that everybody knew that. And I thought that everybody kind of knew my passion for children's books and everything, but now just living it and being open with, you know, like you said, not directly selling it all the time, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. it's a part of me and it's a part of my job and it's a part of my life at home Osborne books, regular books, just books. Um, they just, they come and tell me about books that they've read. They say, look at this book I'm reading to my kid. What do you think about this book? I knew you would love this. I thought of you when I saw this book. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a big piece too, is really making it, like you always say, it's more about you and people want to buy from you as a person rather than buying from your company.
0: Right. Well, and it's that personal brand and like letting them in to like, right. hey, this is what I'm all about, and like, I'm so crazy about books. Not only am I selling books, but I have I talk books all day, and that's yeah. why I also <laughs> have a book club for other people that love books, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I think so often you know, especially when you're getting started in direct sales, there's this idea of everyone's my customer. Like right. I'm just going to generalize. Yeah. And if if that homeschool mom wants to buy from me, great. If that um, grandma wants to buy from me, great. But really, if you can segment your audiences and get Mm -hmm. really clear on who that ideal client is, you're going to have even more success because you know who you're talking to. Right. And I think we often lose sight of like, oh, I better change that message. So it really works for everyone across every
1: industry. And
0: and and really, like, you want to be talking to that one person yes. that you want to buy from you.
1: Yeah, because you can really specialize, too, and talk about their pain points and say, you know, like, for me, it's like, you know, you want to read to your kids. You know, you or your, your students or whatever. Let me, you know, this is not good wording, but, you know, like to say, this is how you can do this. Let me help you. Let me show you how to do that um, and how to make it easy on yourself.
0: Right. And that message sounds totally different if your ideal audience is a grandma buying books for their grandchildren that's Mm -hmm. looking for actually Cindy, who's on here right now. She was just saying, I just ordered Usborn Books and that was delivered to my grandkids. And then, of course, they call me and they're like, thanks for the book. Right. Like that message speaking to somebody that is in that ideal client looks totally different than talking to a teacher or talking to a parent with a child with autism. Like it's a completely different message that you're Uh delivering. So, Uh oh, so good. Okay. So if anyone's on here listening right now or catching the replay later and thinking, you know, I really, I get this idea of niching down, but I don't really know where to start. Like right now, my audience is anyone and everyone. Yep. What would be, what would be your expert advice, Megan, oh, on, on how to like, <laughs> not to put you on the spot, but how yeah. to really identify like who, who it is that you want to show up as at, within your direct sales brand.
1: I would think about the reason why, and I know we always talk about whys, but it's really important. Um, think about the reason why you decided to become a part of that company. You. You yourself, don't think about anybody else. Don't think about the sales part of it. Don't think about the marketing. Don't think about any of that. Think about you. Why did you choose to become a rep for your company? And then really think about that and think about, okay, now there's gotta be somebody else out there that's feeling the same way or similar Mm -hmm. to how you're feeling. And then you can kind of build that around yourself and like own it. Own this is, you know, this is the reason that I joined this company. Was it to get more friends? Was it to get more product? Was it because, you know, if you're a pampered chef or whatever, because I can't cook with beans. So, I mean, it would be like, did I get it so that I could um, learn how to cook, you know, to help my family out or to better my health? All of that. I don't mean to ramble, but yeah, like think about your why. And get really clear on your why. And then you can build from there. Because people can spot um, unsincere things a mile away. And that's the last thing I think that any of us want. So that's what I would say. Get really clear with yourself first.
0: I like that. I, I think that's so important, and and I think it is often why you started, right? Like yeah. you started because you're pass- passionate about education and mm-hmm. so you know supporting kids and families and teachers, right? Or yeah. you're selling Zaya because you're so passionate about running triathlons, and you just sound right. like. Is that the right word? I always mix it up. Triathlons, triathletes. <laughs> I'm thinking about Paige or, yeah. <laughs> you know, I am so passionate about because I am a stay-at-home mom and I want to look cute and my ass yeah. leisure aware when I'm like doing yoga while my kids are napping, right? Like I think getting yeah. really clear on those demographics and those mm-hmm. interests. And like you said, pampered chef, it could be, you want to teach gourmet cooking on a dime, Right. It could be you want to teach families how to get a good healthy dinner to the table in Mm -hmm. 10 minutes or less. Like you I think when you look at different products and different direct sales companies, you can think like, oh, maybe there's you know, this audience over here, that audience that you could serve over there, but getting really clear Mm -hmm. on who that audience is that you want to reach. Right. um, I think is so important. So
1: and I think about think about how you're already using it, because I'm guessing that if you're a rep for the company, you were probably using the product yourself and it's probably helping you somehow. So really showcasing that too. Don't hide how you're using it because that's silly. You just need to go and show people how you're using it, whether that's just a random picture on Facebook that's not a selling post, that's just Mm -hmm. a post of, I don't know why, probably because it's dinner time here, but I'm like, (laughs) if you're cooking dinner, then, you know, it's just like you said, a lifestyle post. It's like, Oh, here I am cooking dinner on Friday night. What are you guys having? And you happen to have stuff that you're already using. So it doesn't look staged. It looks natural. Um, I think that's another big thing that is helpful. I
0: love that. Oh, good. So good. So good. Um, yes, it sounds to me like your passion led you more into your brand than brainstorming how the, I can brand myself. Exactly. exactly. So leading with that why, leading with that passion. Absolutely. Absolutely. that's oh, so, a really good way so to put it. I love that Megan. Well, thank you for hey. hanging on with me. Here Absolutely. Thanks ride. for having me. Absolutely. Yay. Yes. I hope that was helpful for everyone. I want to hear also, I want to hear from others. Like what, how do you define your niche within your direct sales company? Or is that something that you're kind of working through and you're trying to figure out what that might look like for you? So I'd I'd love to hear from others if they've identified that or if that's something they're still working on. Um, We are doing another round of our personal branding spring challenge. It's not until the first week of April, but that's always a really good time to kind of just reset, reflect, maybe kind of think about, how you're defining your audience, how you're serving your customers and just getting a little bit more clear on that messaging and that personal brand that you're developing too. So I could talk branding all day. I love, I love, love, love this stuff. So good. Um, Okay. So just as we wrap up um, next week in the Academy, what do we have going on? We have a, let's see, Tuesday, we have a mastermind at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, if anyone can make it to that. Otherwise, it will be recorded. And then we do have a Pinterest Get It Done session coming up here in just over a week. That's going to be on February 21st. It's the last of our Get It Done Work sessions. But not to worry, there's, I always have something else up my sleeve. We have our March Gold Challenge. This is all about finding the gold in your business and those money-making activities. And that is just for Academy members happening uh, the first week of march so we got all kinds of good stuff coming coming to yet <laughs> thank you again megan
1: for being on oh, happy friday. friday
0: hope you've a loving yes. valentine's day and long weekend if you have monday off too, I so, too. i'm
1: excited about that yes I'm my kids today off also so we have a oh, weekend winning that's amazing for them. I don't know if it's winning for mom all the time. Sometimes it's gonna
0: be. Nice. It, was da- it was dad duty today. So oh well, are okay. definitely
1: winning. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All right, you guys. Thank you again, Megan. Thanks everyone Absolutely. for being on. Happy Friday. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and tools for your direct sales business. Visit your one-stop shop, MyConsultantTraining.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your direct sales business.